0: No, even though things can be chaotic and maybe we don't get the breaks we should or the things we should, we do it for the kids and sometimes every once in a while we really do it for the fame. Hi,
1: I'm Kristen. I'm Hannah, welcome to Coffee Teach Repeat, the podcast where we talk all things teaching over a cup of coffee. While your coffee is brewing, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Coffee Teach Repeat Pod. This episode from the Teacher's Lounge is
0: about doing it for the fame. Oh yeah. Kristen, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking Kramer straight out of the bottle, because I just, who needs coffee at this point at night? You know, you just drink straight out of the bottle. No, no, I'm drinking water. I wanted to see what your reaction was. (laughs) (laughs) was it what you expected or not just a little deadpan like oh okay (laughs) that kind of look like oh you all right (laughs) what are you drinking tonight (laughs) i i'm
0: drinking pepsi i know on brand shocker for the people that don't follow me on instagram personally um, which you should, because yeah. I'm a delight. Mm-hmm. Although, we just talked about how much we love Instagram. <laughs> Your fave, Hannah. That's... <clears throat> oh, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. if you want to follow me. Anyway, <laughs> I consistently post about drinking Pepsi, because I don't drink anything else. I drink Pepsi and coffee and... I was going to say. Occasionally water to surprise.
1: I've seen a, quite a few stories of yours posting about coffee in your local coffee shop. And I think uh, you post about coffee more than you post about Pepsi. Unless I just haven't been on Instagram a lot lately.
0: So one thing that you should know and everyone should know is I am from a town in Oklahoma called Lawton. And there is a drive-in and it's called Wayne's Drive-In. And they have the best fountain Pepsi I dare to say in the world. What? Um, yeah. <clears throat>
1: Is that like Mexican will, Coke?
0: Like where people no. hear like
1: will lose it for that stuff?
0: Yeah, I don't get I don't get Mexican Coke. Uh, you know, yeah. it's fine, whatever, floats your boat. But mm-hmm. anyway. So anytime I go home, I post a picture with my Wayne's cup because it's it's a lot and thing. Fun fact has Hannah gone home lately because COVID? No. 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 Hannah's going home this weekend. (gasps) That's exciting. Yeah, I'm going to wear my mask the whole time. It's going to be great. Uh,
1: My in-laws just came to town, and it was wonderful, and we did not, I mean, we're all in the same house, so we didn't mask up or anything, and we're fine, everyone's fine, and it was just a really nice weekend with family. It's been almost a year since we've had any contact, like, physical contact with family, and. I, I took a half day on Friday. OMG. OMG. Whoa. I know. I took a half day on Friday because I'm virtual teaching. So a half day, like, I have enough days. I really do. And <clears throat> it wasn't a big deal. So I, had, I have one main group of kids live in the morning, like, everyone, the whole class. I have 30 kids now. And then I have three groups, like, that I teach the same thing to all three groups. So I just said, hey, everyone. You're all gonna meet me during the first group's time, and then I was done for the day. And we went to a pumpkin patch on Friday, and it just—it felt like a three-day weekend. And I—I I feel like a million bucks. I, maybe it's the start of the nine weeks, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> I feel great. I don't have anything to worry about. Maybe I should. It makes me concerned slightly, <laughs> but <clears throat> it just—I feel so good right now. And I, I leave work, like, early. I don't know. Something's wrong with me.
0: <laughs> you know, it's all good. I just came off fall break, which uh, I know you're in Texas. Uh, it's sad. We don't do that here. It's interesting. It feels like it's about a 50-50 split of people who do fall break and who don't. Uh, what's interesting about our fall break was, obviously, we're hybrid. If you haven't been keeping along, that's an obvious (laughs) statement because I talk about it often. But I have been A, B, right? And so A kids got one day off and B kids got one day off. Which meant we only had them for one day each week. (gasps) So like this week, I only saw my A kids yesterday. And my B kids last week, I only saw on Thursday. And so it was like... We had to get star testing done. We had to do all these things in like one week, which was really just a day. But that kind of brings us around to, you know, even though things can be chaotic and maybe we don't get the breaks we should or the things we should, we do it for the kids. And sometimes every once in a while. We really do it for the fame. Do you do it for the fame sometimes, Kristen? Absolutely. Because we definitely don't do it for the money, right? <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, we, we have talked off, off the podcast about
1: how much more money you make than I do. But, you know, it's fine. <laughs> well, and uh, I just got a text message from my brother that his partner signed on with Tesla. And he, my brother, just switched jobs to Facebook, to working with, for Facebook. And, and they both make, I mean, dollars. Tr- triple my salary. And crazy. I'm just over here, like, crying, <laughs> crying about it. He's seven years younger than me. I'm just like, <sighs> enjoy that. I mean, they live in San Francisco, so they're going to need all that money in order to live. they <laughs> need all the dollars to survive. So many dollars. But I, I just, I'm like, I, I could probably do things for the money if i wanted to right
0: <laughs> i mean maybe mm-hmm.
1: do you ever just think to yourself
0: like what else could i do All and then often. you're like this
1: is way way more fun though it is like it is it, it, i but uh, especially this year i'm i'm thinking a lot about it I, yes, I, I, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> just uh, I think a lot about it, but but in all seriousness, we do we do things not not for the actual fame, but for the kids. I mean, Hannah and I were talking the other day about how like kids just hype you up, especially. And I
0: have I don't know if it's the um, change from. The middle school setting to the elementary setting, but I feel like my kids are being like my biggest hype squad. Oh, it's I just love it. adorable. And we're going to talk about a couple different things today about like some overarching themes that we feel like maybe probably apply to your classroom. And then we've got some cute stories about some kiddos. And I just... I just love some of the things kids say. Mm -hmm. So Kristen, why don't you talk a little bit about some of the overarching themes
1: that you hear from your hype squads? Well, I don't know what it is this year, but I really feel like I've made great connections with my kids, with my students. And I didn't, I didn't feel like that was going to happen. So One, it's just, you you just don't know. So one thing that I've noticed this year is I let everyone know. I have 31, 30, 30 kids. And I said, if you need help, I will be in a support room every single day in the afternoon from 2.15 to 3. I won't even give myself a break from the last group and I will be there for you. Whatever you need, I will help you through assignments. If you want to just sit in a support room with your camera off and just listen to me talk to myself while I plan for the next day, that's fine. So for a while, there was no one coming. And all all of a sudden, I gained some kids from another teacher when we, we started out virtual, and then we had some kids switch and all that stuff. So I got some kids from another teacher. And now every single day, There's a couple kids who just come to the support room, including the newer kids that I had just recently made a connection with, and they just come to the support room to hang out with me and, like, do their work and talk and tell jokes, and it's just, uh, my voice gets higher when I get excited. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes my whole day, because they're just there, I mean... I almost said bless their hearts because that's such a Texas thing, but I didn't, I don't, I don't mean it like that. I don't mean it like a text, like just like bless your heart. You're so mm, dumb. Bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just COVID they're home by themselves and they don't have any siblings or Nobody to talk to their own age, and I just, I'm like, come on and chat with each other in the afternoon. I mean, I'm not advertising that. The whole dang class would show up at 2.15 if I said, come chat with your friends, but they show <laughs> up every day, and they talk to each other, and they talk to me, and they just sit, and I'll play music, and it's, it's just, it's, that's one of the things I miss the most this year. Being virtual Mm -hmm. is just being able to hang out with my kids or like, all right, it's work time or it's read a book time. Let's just I'm gonna put music on, we'll chill, we'll get work done, whatever. And I I miss that. So I have goosebumps right now. (laughs) It's my favorite part of the day. Just like hanging out with my little friends and my fifth grade friends. And I I just want to hug them. You know? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hug them through the screen. So I don't know if that's an overarching theme. Kind of go off track there, but (laughs) I mean, I've got kids this year who call me beautiful. It's a a very weird way, but it's very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to give you an example? Because it's great. You can give me an example. Oh, good. So there's one, I love this kiddo. I've had a relationship with this kid since she was in second grade, and we did the house system, and she was in my house. So I'd see her in the hallway, just like hugs, like just watching her grow up. Thrilled to have her in my class. She... (laughs) She's like, types in the chat in the afternoon, Miss Hink, I can i took a screenshot of your beautiful face (laughs) and I can zoom in on it. Do you want to (laughs) see? And you was like, you know, I think I'm gonna pass on that, but thank you so much for the compliment. She did it two days in a row, and I was like, oh, yeah, you you had said that yesterday, and I, I still don't think I want to see a close-up of my beautiful face, but thanks. <laughs> Mark, um, it's so weird. I don't know. They're just so weird. I love it so much, because they just are their authentic selves, you know? kids are so pure and they haven't been ruined by life and society and mean people. And so they just are themselves. And I think I, for me, the overarching theme is, is connections, building connections and, and relationships with my students this mm-hmm. year, because that's, that's why I've had such a good year. I mean, hard, but good. I mean, <laughs> Humor is my go-to. If you know anything about me or listen to any episode, humor is my thing. And and the hardest part is as was illustrated by the beginning of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So I live for that feedback. I mean, when I was younger, I wanted to be an actor, so I live for the verbal (coughs) feedback or the like visual feedback. And being virtual is so hard because you don't get the like the sound so yeah the kids that have their screens on like i'll do something where i'm writing and i spell something completely wrong i'm just like that was happening and i turn around and they're like busting up laughing it's silent but i can (laughs) see them like laughing at me and that just gives me life because my thing my building relationships every year really has to do with getting kids comfortable with making mistakes because I am a hot mess in the mornings. It doesn't matter how long I spent getting everything ready and opened up. I, I changed my dang mind in the middle of class and I'm like, I don't want to do it this way. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull it up on the other screen. So now I have to share it with you instead of having it on the one behind me that I can touch. And I just want like (laughs) to fill the dead space. You narrate what you're doing. (laughs) Yes. I just narrate. It's ridiculous. But like when, when I can get them to laugh, I know – I mean, I, I've talked about this before. I know they're listening. I know they're going to come back. Like, that's just I, – I don't care if they're laughing at my expense. I'm not offended. I'm 36 years old. I can handle a 10-year-old laughing at me. It's fine. <laughs> but it's never, like, a mean laugh. It's, like, I don't know. And inside jokes. Like, this has nothing to do with, like, h- a hype squad other than – maybe it does. Like, they – I'll say some. They think you're funny. Yes, I'll say stuff, or they say stuff, the I'll repeat, and like that becomes like this. One group has all these inside joke phrases. It's great. I love it. I don't know. Okay, we get off. You know, you you can't ask me these things first, because you know I'm going to go off on a tangent. <laughs> you know it's fine um so i have some of the same
0: overarching themes that i feel like are things you hear a lot from kids Mm -hmm. and so like you're so pretty and you're just like thanks like (laughs) i don't know what to do with this information and then (laughs) and then here no no high fives oh yeah no high fives no hugs (laughs) no nothing anyway sidetrack um My other one that I really love is when they're like, you're the best teacher. Oh, yeah. Like, when you say something self-deprecating and they're like, oh, no, you're the best. This always feels like a huge compliment. But, like, let's think about the span of these kiddos' background knowledge about what makes the best teacher. My students this year have, at most, had four years of formal education. Mm. So, we're so excited when we hear that compared to those trumps they had before, we're the best. <laughs> Especially when we're standing right in front of them. Oh yeah. I just mm-hmm. I have something I have more to say about that in but not while we're recording.
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, so I had that too, best favorite teacher, whatever, and it you know, I have fifth graders so they have a couple more years under their belt, you know you know there's two more two more years okay but i feel like they say that every year because they're there you know what i mean like every teacher not every teacher i'm sure everybody has the teachers they don't i don't remember my third grade teacher i couldn't tell you what her name is i don't know what she looks like she might might have been blonde i don't know i know every other teacher (laughs) but i have no idea who that was i don't i need to look through my whatever but you know they tell me that and like i because we have such a good relationship, it means so much. It means so mm-hmm. much. And I I want to – the hardest part is I want to live up to that. I want to keep being the best teacher. I don't want to be hard on you. But if I have to, I'm going to. <laughs> and yeah. I think it helps with the relationship building that if, you know, that kid who is like put you on this pedestal and thinks you are the best and you suddenly have to be like, hey, we need to have a chat. You need to mm-hmm. do your work or like – Stop doing da-da-da-da-da, Like it. I hate to do that because I don't want to kill their little dreams. And I don't know. But I, that has to do with having siblings, too, and getting to know the families. And you're first year at your school, so you're going to get that in a couple years, I bet. But I've been at my school for seven years now, and I've had so many siblings and gotten to know so many families. And that is the biggest compliment of all is when they want to be in your room. Where they mm-hmm. have heard about you through the grapevine of kids who in their neighborhood, oh, Miss Hinks, the best fifth grade teacher. And they come in, they're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for you. Like, oh. it just, that's like the hype, man. You start the year off and you're like, my whole class wanted me. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm special. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I did have that a little bit in um, Piedmont because my. For some reason, kids there are very close in age. And <laughs> so I had, um, my first year, I had kids that had siblings the next year. And they were like, we really hope that, like, they get you. Fun fact, I did not get them. They got the better teacher, though. So, oh, you know. What? Good good for that. Why do you say and that? No, stop it. Because they got my mentor teacher. Oh, okay. And she's amazing. <laughs> and so and then, like, this year, I had kids that were like, that were like i want my little sister to have you or i want my little brother to have you and like as the year progressed and i realized i was probably not returning it was more awkward to be like oh yeah i want to have them too and you're just like i'm not gonna be here
1: but it's fine No, you're talking about your last school yeah yeah. okay you said this year and i was like did you just tell me like a secret that you're not coming back no 2020, but like <laughs> calendar year. Sorry. Because <laughs> okay. I always think of years as school years, like ever since I was little. It just, there's no year. It's not like a year. Well, I don't know. Another one
0: that I get a lot is you're my favorite teacher, mm-hmm. which you may think is like you're the best teacher, but this is very different. This is very different. I actually end most of my interactions with a student with the question who's your favorite teacher (laughs) so i definitely fished to get this hype and again i fully agree with you that it's about who's standing in front of you Mm -hmm. it was this way when i taught middle school i would be like who's your favorite teacher and they'd be like you and i'd be like no i know your favorite teacher is actually (laughs) fill in the blank (laughs) because you hate writing and you hate english and that's another thing this is this is going off on a tangent you used to only teach math, right? Yeah, and science. And science. Did you have kids that hated math and science but loved you as a teacher? I, yeah. hmm Isn't that bizarre? It's so bizarre to me. Well, yeah. As an English teacher. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I had kids that despised writing essays and they, like, hated every part of what I taught. But they were always like, "Man, you're such a great teacher. You're my favorite." And I'm like, "I don't understand." And they're like, "It's because you're so nice." And blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. no, it, it totally it's makes every sense. Every once in a while, they throw in, you know, "You're so pretty." And you're like, "Oh, well, I don't understand how that makes me a good educator." But I'll, I'll
1: take it. You know. Well, uh, my favorite thing to do every year, again, tangent, is like convert the haters. Like, I hate math. I hate science, and I'm like. You're my challenge. <laughs> I will make you like it. And I, <laughs> I I want to. I want them to enjoy it or at least not hate it. But yeah, every year there's kids were like my least favorite subject is science. I'm like, "How can you hate science? It is the best. You learn all these things. You get to do, so- "Oh my gosh, you hate science, Hannah? No. No, Hannah. No. <laughs>
0: okay i hate habitats and fossils that's all i've taught so far oh it's fine
1: oh my god but like fossils we had this thing called fossil fest before covid you know it was every year and it was this little like get together of a bunch of super old people and like whoever sells fossils (laughs) i don't really know but there's (laughs) it, it was in the community that i teach in and so we were like all right kids come to this and you'll get extra credit and like buy some fossils because they're amazing <laughs> literally we went last year the fossil fest is in the fall we don't teach fossils till the spring guess what we didn't teach last year fossils <laughs> do you know how many fossils i own now uh, oh it's, it's i can't like just sounds you are own coming fossils? out fossils yeah so when you go to Like, shell fossils, not, like, dinosaurs. Yes, correct. Uh, (laughs) Trilobites, there's, like, fossilized petrified wood. Uh, We have lots of
0: trilobites in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. That's the most common um, fossil in the state of Oklahoma. Mm. In case you were wondering. I really was. I also, we also have a state fossil. What? Which is not a trilobite. (laughs) Oh, do you guys not have a state fossil in Texas? (laughs) I'm sure
1: going to look it up now.
0: (laughs) I... And I, every time I try and say our state fossil, I sound like a complete and total moron. Cool, you have so to say I'm it. So I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I'm going to pull it up so that I am sounding it out.
1: I don't understand. We have two state fossils. I just want you to be a little bit jealous about me and that. So. The Texas. I'm. I'm disappointed you didn't know and
0: haven't been teaching your students this. I just
1: really. It's not. Be, you know why? Because it's the two least exciting fossils in the whole world: shark tooth and petrified wood. Wh- why? <laughs> that being said, I have okay. a lot of both of them. Why list of U.S. state fossils? Uh, uh, official state fossils, National Park Service. What is going on here? <laughs> what? Okay. Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna. I can find you. Okay, are you ready? I am so ready. Ooh, I have the word in front of me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see why it's difficult? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to pronounce it <clears throat> after you. Okay. I would say <laughs> sorrow
0: faginax. <faggot, next. laughs> Maximus. <laughs> I don't know.
1: IDK. <laughs> that is the phonetic saying of that. <coughs> but I would. Th- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> that was just so funny. Okay,
0: you should have heard me every time I tried to say it in front of my class. I was just like, I, do- I,
1: don't think I'm saying this right. I think but... I think it's sorophaganics. I just think you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So, but what that is is a Jurassic Age theropod dinosaur. So. At Mm -hmm. least you have a dinosaur. Oh, actually, I take it back. Texas has a (laughs) fluorocoleus, which is another sauropod dinosaur from the Cretaceous age, and also petrified palm wood. Boring.
0: (laughs) So if I remember correctly, the reason it's our state fossil is because it was one of the first dinosaurs that was found in the state of Oklahoma (laughs) in the full form. And it was signed into law by Governor Keying, who is the governor when I was born. Wow. About this being our state fossil. So there's that.
1: You ever just wonder what the heck people were doing like a while ago? Like, is that an important thing to have a state fossil? Is it that- so <laughs> it just seems like a really big waste of time. You wanna know what the state vegetable is of the state of
0: Oklahoma? Please enlighten me. Um it's a watermelon. What? And in case you were wondering, this was a highly debated issue on the state Senate floor, if I remember right. Oh, no. Because different parts of the state grow different things. And so people who lived in Tulsa wanted it to be, I don't remember what. But then one of our state, it was actually in the House of Representatives. Now I remember. It was in the House of Representatives, and I... Uh, there's a town in southwest Oklahoma called Rush Springs, and they grow watermelons, and they have a watermelon festival every year, except for this year. And so he, the guy that represented Rush Springs, proposed this bill, and then it was highly debated. Hmm.
1: But you have to have state everything. Yeah, I I looked, I'm looking that up uh, currently. So there's a lot of (laughs) interesting things about (laughs) the state. A lot of these are not surprising because they're well known across the state. So the state pepper, we have a state pepper.
0: Ooh, I wonder if we have a state pepper.
1: So, okay, I'm on Senate, senate senate.texas.gov. Slash kids, slash all these other things. Texas state symbols, (laughs) I can't tell it, but it's like Texas Senate for kids. So it's a jalapeno pepper. The Texas state fruit is the red grapefruit. The mammal, the large mammal, sorry, oh my gosh. We have a state large mammal, that's the longhorn. We have a state flying mammal, and that's the Mexican free-tailed bat, which is, again, not surprising because we have one of the largest Bat colonies that live under the Congress Bridge in Austin. I've seen them. Yeah, me too. I went on a bat tour with my husband before. (laughs) My parents used to say BK (laughs) like before Kristen. I can't say say B-O. That's (laughs) before Owen. That's my son. So we have one, a large colony there, and there's a colony over in Round Rock. And I used to driving home from work in the early evening. It's between like May and October. You could see them coming out from the bridge at dusk. Anywho, state flowers, the blue bonnet. The state insect is the monarch butterfly. We just had a huge migration. I think that's still going on. I don't know. There was probably a week where every single day there were butterflies literally everywhere. Like I was driving and I was like, is there a migration going on right now? Because something's happening. Uh, Small mammal. Oh my God. We have a small mammal, a large mammal, and a flying mammal. That's state. Uh, armadillo again, shocking. Uh, the state vegetable is the ten fifteen onion. That's great. Very,
0: very specific
1: onion. <clears throat> yeah. And then the state dish is a highly debated dish because it's chili, and nobody here eats that. Literally, I mean, it might, maybe it's just Austin, but we're all, we're real into our barbecue here, like brisket and ribs and sausage and turkey and chicken. Ain't nobody eat ch- chili up in here.
0: <laughs> so I pulled up ours, and most of them I knew mm-hmm. as far as, like, the basics. So, like, I knew that our floral emblem was mistletoe. Our fruit was strawberry. Hmm. Our wildflower is an Indian blanket flower. Um, our tree is the redbud i didn't know that our grass was indian grass that's interesting our flowers the oklahoma rose and then our vegetables watermelon mm-hmm. our bird is a scissor tail fight catcher mm. which is like a big deal teaching kids that because reasons <gasps> i've seen those
1: the, the scissor tail like they're super mm-hmm. long tails mm-hmm.
0: and if you kill one it's a federal offense so mm. don't kill one well- you know you'll go to jail <clears throat> i was planning on it but i guess i'll stop now i mean i'm sure actually you won't go to jail i would assume you have to pay like lots of money but like if you don't pay the lots of money you probably go to jail yeah. so um <laughs> it's a scandal. and then our mammals a buffalo Sorry. hashtag shocker
1: i looked up what oklahoma state fruit and the first thing that comes up is it's a scandal oklahoma declares watermelon a vegetable <laughs> See, I told you, it was a big deal. Well, because watermelon is not a vegetable, it's a fruit. (laughs) No,
0: it is a vegetable because it grows uh, grows on a
1: vine. Isn't it that if it has seeds, it's a fruit?
0: I don't know. (laughs) This is great. IDK. I just know that this is what happened. This happened, like, not too long ago as well. Yeah, I was in high school.
1: Yeah, 2015. Like,
0: 2009? Oh, twenty fifteen? No, that's not true. Oh,
1: I mean, there's a lot of articles when the article from there. <laughs> was written
0: was twenty fifteen. I uh, don't know because I graduated in eleven, and I remember Joe Dorman, who is the House of Representative huh. from Rush Springs, talking about it while we were paging there. That's another thing that happens in the state of Oklahoma. Huh. I don't know if they do that in Texas. So you have state in birds, California.
1: and we don't have that. You have the black swallowtail is your butterfly, though. That's pretty cool. What's interesting
0: is we have a state fossil. Yeah. And a state dinosaur. That's special. And our dinosaur is. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Acrocanthosaurus. Acrodosaurus. Acat- oh, whoa! S- no, 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 no. There's more to it. Ah, Acro. Okay, just a <laughs> second. Acrocanthosaurus atokinesis. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think I said that right at all. But I'm not a sci- I'm oh, not good oh, at teaching go science. Back.
1: Oh, I see it. Acro Acrocanthos Acrocanthosaurus. Atokensis. Yeah. You- I think
0: it's hard because it goes to two lines. I'm assuming you're on the Wikipedia page. I'm actually on well.
1: state <clears throat> And and oh, there okay. are a lot of things. <sighs> Wikipedia doesn't have our rock song, Your st- which is a song by the Flaming Lips. Your state game bird is a wild turkey. Your state insect is a honeybee. Your state monument is the golden driller.
0: <laughs> In Tulsa, they painted it... Okay, we're, we're just going to say this episode is um, half-promoted. Yeah, there you go. Promoted by Tesla, because our state... Uh, our state governor. Why did I say it like that? Our governor uh was trying to get Tesla to come to Tulsa and so they painted the state driller with the Tesla logo on it. Fun fact. Do you know what we did not get? No. Tesla. Uh, they're going to Houston. No, they're
1: going to Austin. I
0: thought they were going to Houston. Mm. Okay, they're going to Austin. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Off topic, we... man. This has gone off the rails. I know it's insane. So let's talk about our specific stories, like some very fun, specific things that have happened in our classrooms. Because you said I shouldn't let you start, I'm going to start. Thank goodness. So, man, I've got two. I've got two stories. I'm going to start with my favorite one because it's fantastic. So. A big thing that we've talked about is I quit my old job in the middle of a pandemic. So, therefore, I got to tell my students via Zoom. It was actually pretty fantastic.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: So, you know, I did my normal, like, we're going over the weekly assignment and did our morning, our meeting activities. Then it was time. As I told the class, the reactions ranged wildly. Although in hindsight, they all very much matched the personality of that class. (laughs) So I obviously did this six times. Oh. And six? There was classes? Yeah. Yeah, I had six sections. I had 135 kids. Oh. Grading 135 essays. Mm. This is a very small reason why Hannah left her old job. But anyway. So, there was one group that actually told me, they were like, you're going to come back. And I was like, what? And they're like, you're going to come back and you're going to teach us in middle school. You'll be at the middle school next year. I was like, okay. Like, okay. (laughs) They were just like, and they were like, you're going to go see that third grade is like the worst. And they're just they're so annoying and it was just so fantastic because that was like the personality of that class the whole year they were the (laughs) sassy class that were just like oh my goodness i i don't even know what to do with you children but here we are Mm -hmm. and so it was just really cute and then obviously since it was the last time i read um dr seuss's oh the places you'll go um and I finished reading it and I was like, okay guys, bye. And I had a student as I was wrapping up it up. He goes, "We love you, Miss Sawyer's." And he held up his like Yeti cup and was like, "Cheers!" Aww. and it was just so adorable. And he's one of those kiddos that mom still has my number. I I have done some stuff for them to try and help them along, and it's just it it really is. It's connections. It's about making differences in families lives and he's one that you know i know mom will text me and keep me updated on him for the rest of my life uh we're facebook friends mm, you know uh-huh. it's it's those those parents <clears throat> and so for a little more lighthearted one mm. um oh okay wait though so what was great about this being via zoom was that it was recorded
1: <laughs> so you can watch it so
0: do So I could re-watch it, and I would, like, look at specific kiddos' faces (laughs) to see how they reacted. And so I usually made Ryan watch it with me. And there was one day we're watching one, and I was watching one kid. And he goes, oh, my gosh, look at this one kid. She looks like she's about to cry. And I looked, and she was crying. And so I texted her mom, and I was like, hey, she doing okay? And she was like, yeah, you know, she's just she's just one of those kids and i was like okay i'm really sorry i had i had emailed parents to give them a heads up but you know you can't make parents check their email i know that's mm. shocking shocking revelation well, that's there. a
1: whole episode in itself right there <laughs> <laughs>
0: so then for a light-hearted one last week we had picture day So as the fabulous teacher I am, I skipped the line and sat in front of another class. And as I sit down, I hear, Miss Sawyers, I've never seen your whole face. (laughs) You're beautiful. (gasps) And it was just another example of those times when the kids are just like, you're so pretty. And it was funny because my immediate reaction was, yes, you have. You've seen me at recess. And then I realized, I don't have recess duty on B-days. I only have recess duty on A-days. Oh, my gosh. So, obviously, I don't take my mask off around other classes. Like, I'll take my mask off to take a drink in my classroom um, when I'm, obviously, socially distanced from the kids. But um, I never have my mask off around other people's kids because I'm not around them that much. And so, it's just very interesting <laughs> To hear that, I've never seen your whole face. Yeah. Which is funny because I have a picture of my face on my door, yeah, but whatever, no, i don't fine. check
1: that. No, that's funny. That story reminds me of, uh, I had a couple kids who went in person uh, for this nine weeks, and one of them told me on her last day, because I, I I'm going to miss them, and luckily they're in the building, so I could see them, you know, if I want to see them, but she said, uh, don't worry, Miss Hink. I told my mom that I'd probably hate it, and I'm just going to tell her that I want to come back virtual in a couple weeks. And I was like, "You, you know, you should do do what's best for you and and give it a chance." She's like, "No, I just really, I really want to be in your class." I'm like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> yes, go ahead and manipulate your I know, parents." It's I know. And mom emailed me and was super awesome. And I just, I love this kid. And it was so the weirdest part about seeing her, all of them. I saw, I think all five that transitioned into in person was that I had never seen them. Like I see them like chest up or something. You Mm -hmm. only see part of their body. And so I'm like, wow, you're really tall and really skinny. Like, I mean, like, it was just a shock. Seeing someone through the screen is so different than seeing. I'm like, Wow, and she—it was super awkward. <laughs> it was super awkward. Is it like seeing? Um,
0: I I feel like this happened to me a lot as a kid, seeing radio hosts. Oh yeah, like seeing their picture, yeah. and you're like, oh, you sound different. This, this is this is not the picture I built in my yeah, head. But
1: but they get to. So see while me. you had like a top, yeah,
0: you didn't have a you didn't have a bottom. Yep. It was the opposite of on. It was just
1: super awkward. But she was amazing. We bonded over Hamilton and alexander oh yes i'm just gonna sing this whole episode it's fine you really should and then we should talk about (laughs) fossils some more and like state (laughs) things what the heck anyway so she was so excited it was so uh, it was so awkward but like endearing awkward and she's like i have some things for you and i'm like no you don't need to bring me anything we talked about this and because every single day she i'd say like oh i'm really hungry and i don't have any food she's like i just looked down the street i could bring stuff to the school and i'm like <laughs> i love you girl are you just you I'm, I'm okay i'm gonna be fine i appreciate it you're adorable and thank you but like i'm good literally every day if you need if you need something i'm just down the street i could just i could ride my bike over <laughs> So she brought me, I just raised my closet. (laughs) It was great. She brought me two stickers and I put them on my water bottle. So we got King George. Nice. And then uh, Eliza, Angelica, and Peggy, the like work, you know? So, yes, that was. But it was And you know those were bought off Etsy oh, and
0: specifically sure. purchased for you. Oh
1: my god. She said she had them. So I'm like, I don't want to take your stickers. She's like, no, I have lots. I go, Okay. <laughs> I will take your stickers. Give me your stickers. <laughs> but oh That's so no. funny. it's like opposite. Like, oh my god, I've never seen what you actually look like outside of a screen. It's very weird. You know? Oh, it's my turn, isn't it? <laughs> yeah you've already talked about a lot of it pretty much did yeah well okay that same kid so the parents had to make a decision a couple weeks before the end of the first nine weeks and she and i made almost an immediate connection i mean i want to say it probably took a week or two but once she discovered that i liked hamilton and she felt comfortable being herself because of that and the relationship that we built like she it was a blast. I mean, she bring up Hamilton like every single day. And while I am assuming that the other students may not have been super excited about that, I was like, let's <laughs> go like sing it. Come. You know, just feeling this kiddos like thing that she loves. So I got an email. I think we had two days left of the survey. And the email just said. We are a house torn. My child will not leave you. You are the reason why she has fallen in love with learning again. And mm. she does not want to go in person. She does not want to leave your class. She's like, "You, I, I can't remember. I'm paraphrasing. But she's like, I mm-hmm. cannot thank you enough for getting my kid to love learning again. And I just. You cry. I mean. I would have cried. You know me. I'm, but I'm, I'm also not a, cri- a crier. Yeah, I'm not a crier. But I'm just like, oh. Like, I feel things. I think I, I'm an empath. I feel things very deeply, and I think about things for a very long time, extra long time, stupid long time. Why am I still thinking about this thing? But I, just, I, I felt that very deeply. It was really, really meaningful, and that, that's the kind of stuff that I, I mean, it really fuels my soul when I hear that, because my goal is to get kids to love learning. I mean, I want them to love to be there and I want them to enjoy math and not hate it like the way that I did when I was a kid and and really find a love of science. And I want to find the thing that they like and encourage and, and nourish the soul. And it's just that really, especially coming from a tough like week near the end of the nine weeks, that just it helped a mm. lot. So it that that's the kind of thing that I work for. I it sounds like I'm working for praise now. <laughs> but it's not praise. It's it's that I did something for someone else's kid. You know? Like I, mm-hmm. it, I want that for my kid. I want him to find uh, to have the experience that I'm giving my kids, my students, my 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 child, I should say, I call him my kid, but I just, yeah, I that really meant a lot, and it, it was hard coming up with something for this because I've had so many positive experiences over the years. I mean, my when I was pregnant with my son, my class threw me a baby shower, and I had they made me a shirt that was because uh, our theme for his room and everything was Monsters Inc. And so she made me a shirt that was green and had a big eyeball on it that went over my stomach. And so my stomach was Mike Wazowski. <laughs> that is adorable. It was, it was just so neat. And I think the biggest, the biggest thank you is just having kids come back and visit the next year mm-hmm. or the year after or three years later or five years later. I had a kid, I think it was two years ago. He came back to visit, and he was in my first class that I had there. And that year, I had probably the smartest class, and I, they didn't need me. There are some years that kids need me. This, this year, most of them didn't need me. He, this kid was <laughs> to the point where he would finish his work so fast, and I'd look over across the room at him doing something goofy, like or like, what are you doing right now? And he'd just do this, like, you know, prize-winning <laughs> grin, like, you know, I'm all done with my work. <laughs> uh, and I'm adorable. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, I just uh he came back and visited and it was amazing. I, it has to be more than that. He is a senior now. Oh my gosh. So he came back when he was in 8th grade, so 4 years ago. No, he is a senior on the football team like I've got you know, I, this is my first class graduating this year. And I really hope that I can go to graduation because I, that was what I wanted. I wa- I've wanted, I've waited for this year that like we have seniors. Oh, I just remembered we have senior send off breakfast at the end of the year where all the seniors come back and any teacher who's had, uh, who, who knows the students from that year is able to like get somebody to cover their classes for them so they can go hang out with the senior class. And this is my year. It better. I'm going to be real mad if we can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: really drill it into my kids. I haven't done it this year. But with my fifth graders, I always drilled it into their heads that like I fully expect an invitation to graduation. Mm -hmm. And I had a kiddo she used to tell me she's like um you're not just getting invited to graduation you're getting invited to my graduation party (laughs) it always cracked me up because she was always like you're gonna come to my party and i'm like okay (gasps) like i i 100 will like i love you you're one of my favorite ghettos except i never said that because you're not supposed to do that i mean yeah um But she um, always would say that. She's like, you're invited to my graduation party already. Mm. And I was always like, okay. (laughs) She's in sixth grade this year. So –
1: or no, she's in seventh grade this year. Mm, Five more years. Five more years. It's such a strange feeling. And that first class, they really made an impression on me. I mean, I – I don't, every year I'm like, this is my favorite class. This is my, you know, you say, it's just like the kids. Like you're Mm -hmm. my favorite teacher every year. They're amazing in their own different ways. And they all have their own personalities. And that just, that first class was such an amazing class. And I, I still try to keep up with as many of them as I can, either through their parents on Facebook or we're not supposed to follow back students on social media, but like, I'll still, you know, if I know that they follow me, I'll kind of click back if they liked something and just take a look at their what's going on in their lives. Like I just want to know because they were little yeah. babies and now they're grown up, many adults. Yeah, super weird. But I mean, notice how I like in this episode that we didn't talk about the stuff because we come from different. We don't come from different, but we teach in different areas, and I happened to get hired into a school in a pretty affluent area. So I'm very lucky in that I have been gifted a lot of things and it's not about the, I mean, the stuff is wonderful. I'm not going to lie about you. It's just, Oh, don't, you know, I, I'm all about the stuff, you know, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's more than that. It's the cards they write you or I have a card <sighs> It's right over there, and it's from a kid from a couple years ago, and it really—that's all I wanted. It's just she just told me how much I helped her come out of her shell, and she went from this super shy, would barely talk, to like I'm like, go, you know, you want to do student council, like go, you can do this, you can go teach, like speak in front of that person, the whole school, like you can do it, and she went from like super shy to. I don't even know. I just, it's, that's the kind of stuff that makes this job so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's the kids telling you how much you did for them when you're just, you're, you know, that's what we want. We want our kids to grow and be their best selves. And it's just, the stuff is great, but it's that. And I always tell new teachers, you, especially at my school, a lot of these kids don't need you like need you you will probably make an impact at this school on one two five kids depending on how many you have but i mean those you're gonna when you impact that kid it's gonna be a huge impact but Mm -hmm. don't you can't expect and i think this is everywhere you can't expect to make an impact on every kid some kids Mm -hmm. are just gonna be like peace out never see you again (laughs) You know, and mm-hmm. that's okay, but it's the few that really that you've made a connection with that you make an impact on that just that's what brings me back every year.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. I remember my first year. I went. I've gone from a very affluent district to a very not, and my first year getting all the things, I was just like, "What in the world? Like this is." Oh, my goodness. And then my second year, I actually got a little bit less because of how um, PTO kind of did our gifts that year. And then so this year, I'm not really expecting much. And uh, that couldn't matter less to me. You know, like, I just want to be making a difference and to show these kids that, like, they deserve a good teacher. And, yeah, that's pretty much all i got <laughs> i do it for the fame because i don't do it for
1: fortune yeah. do it for the fame we do it for <sighs> it's amazing especially when you run into parents that you know like at target or the the amount of things that go around the neighborhood and especially with facebook groups and the funniest bit is mm-hmm. talking to a parent who's also a substitute teacher Uh, at school that i saw at target that we were both wearing like workout shorts and big huge shirts and the same exact shoes like it was hilarious we were pretty much identically like saturday target run you know but she's like yeah i heard because she's a third grader i heard fifth grade like you were the one doing all the science videos and blah blah you know that was really cool i'm like you you don't even have a fifth grader and you know what's going on in fifth grade it's amazing like i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know where i was going with that but it's just it's insane but the fa- yeah so that's kind of like a fame you're like infamous among the parents like either mm-hmm. we all want you or we know that you're new it's one or the other <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Hannah, this was a hilarious and fun episode to make well i'm so glad you joined us this week i hope you come back yes come back soon cheers